0: And then once I knew that was all happening, which I was fine to do, like you gotta do everything once and you know, it's why not give it a crack? But the outcome of my mates finding out, my teammates finding out the Derek of the week was going to come straight into my hands. So that was a challenge. Yeah. So I'm not saying I don't like it, I didn't want to do it. It was just like the challenge of I'm out of my comfort zone Mm -hmm. and how my mates were going to react to my teammates.
1: This podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people, one of the 29 clan groups that make up the Eora Nation. We acknowledge the traditional owners who are connected to this land and acknowledge their unbroken connection and sovereignty to all the lands that now make up Australia. We extend that acknowledgement to all of the traditional owners connected to the country you may be listening to this podcast from. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Before we get into today's episode, we do want to warn listeners, there is some content that could be triggering for some people. If there's anything that's brought up today that affects you, know there is someone out there to listen. Make sure you call Lifeline on 13 11 14. Hello and welcome back to When We Grow Up, the podcast where we ask where we've been to know where we're going. We're your hosts, I'm Marley Silva. And I'm Nico Hines. And it is very nice to be back in this studio. It feels like it's been a really long time because we had that NRLW episode split across two weeks. We haven't been back here. Nicholas, how are you?
0: I'm good. Kicking along. Getting As good as I can be, yeah. Yeah. Uh, It does feel like we've been away from this area for a little bit. Mm. Didn't feel right sitting in um, random seats with no background. True. But it was good to have a chat to all those great NRW players.
1: Yeah, and we just had the first weekend of them out on the pitch too, so helps when we were talking to girls who then went and had really great
0: games. Yeah.
1: Well, you know how we always start this with our yep. wins and challenges.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What challenged you in the well, the last couple of weeks, I guess?
0: Well, I haven't looked too far back because a challenge of mine was <laughs> the modelling pitches.
1: Hmm.
0: One, because...
1: Wait, for those who haven't seen it, (laughs) Nico is now, what do you say? Full-time podcaster, part-time footballer, part-time model?
0: Uh, I would say (laughs) a very semi-professional model. Okay. But the reason it was a challenge, first of all, I don't know whether my manager stitched me up or not, but I thought I was just going there to do like Puma. I I I was in Puma kit. And I was right. just doing, um, like, yeah, just to go there and do the Puma because I was like, oh, what do I wear to this thing? And he goes, oh, I think they've organized some Puma kit for you. What size are And then I rock up and then it was, like, a big wardrobe full of really interesting clothes that I don't think I'd ever see myself wearing. <laughs> and then, yeah, it was the full ridgy-didge. Like, it was just proper and I was like, holy shit, this is hell out of my my comfort zone. And and then once I knew that was all happening, which I was fine to do, like, you got to do everything once and, you know, it's... Why not give it a crack? But the outcome of my mates finding out, my teammates finding out, the Derek of the week was going to come straight into my hands. So that was a challenge. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's what I. Um, that's why I was a challenge. Like I, I don't get me wrong, I had a ball doing it. It was they, all the people, the stylists, the hair guys, the makeup, the photographer, the whole Stellar magazine, the editor, everyone. Like they are awesome people and they did a really good article, and it was great to do. So I'm not saying I don't like it. I didn't want to do it. It was just like the challenge of I'm out of my comfort zone mm. and how my mates were going to react to my teammates. And But look, at the end of the day, it's it happened, and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for some more girls to slide in. Yeah, that's what I
1: was going <laughs> to say. Surely that's the best outcome. But, I mean, that's – one of the great things in life when you push yourself and try something completely new and, mm-hmm. you know, who cares if they've given you shit because they look, it, like the photos looked really good, I think, and you would never ever see yourself like that otherwise. No. So I congratulate you. I'm not closed-minded
0: to it. Yeah, That's cool. Also, I'm not closed-minded to it. So maybe possibly doing it again. Do it.
1: My challenge, bit of a weird one in the sense that it's just something that I have experienced a lot in my life but haven't done in a while. I've already told you this story, but on the weekend, started a brand new job, which I'll talk about in my win, but was getting like, I won't give too much details, but had an interaction with someone who is not a direct colleague of mine, but someone who is working in the same space as me, who for whatever reason fell into quite a vile, racist rant, talking about how we get special treatment, talking about how all those stereotypes that we know really well around us getting things for free and that, you know, it's reverse racism now. Can I just or...
0: say quickly, people that don't understand when we say blackfellas or if you say blackfellas, that's an Aboriginal person, First yeah, Nation people. Yeah, sorry, you know? sorry. Sometimes yeah, yeah. when I was like growing up, I think, or not even growing up, someone, ref- when we I said a blackfella and I said, referred to a girl being a blackfella, mm. they're like, what do you mean? That's not a black fellow, it's a girl. Like, how can you say that? About ah, it? You know what I mean? true.
1: So true, I thought true, maybe true. I
0: should add that in case people didn't understand. That's a good when point. When Marley says black fellow, she's talking about you know, Aboriginal people, and yeah. that's boy or girl.
1: Mm, I have that question all the time. Like, what's more appropriate to say? Aboriginal, Indigenous, First Nations, and like every single person who is part of that community will have a different opinion. I will sometimes say, Corey. But that's only referring to Aboriginal people who are from New South Wales. But my go-to is Blackfellas, because I just think it works as a collective term and that's what I was raised with. And the Definitely black not, not ABO. Absolutely not. That Definitely is not. a horrendous slur. But when we say blackfellas, the black element actually doesn't have that much to do with colour. Like we just call ourselves blackfellas and our black is many different shades as you and I represent. Point being Although I'm a bit tanner than you at the moment. I'm so pale. I was just saying that as we were coming in, I feel so gross about it. All getting sidetracked. This person, it just got quite disgusting. She went on and on and on. At first I was just like, okay, just see where this is going. And again, because of what I look like, and you would have the same, have had the same experience, there is absolutely white privilege that comes from being a light-skinned Aboriginal person, it's also a unique experience that we have where we are often the fly on the wall because people don't realize that we're aboriginal sometimes when they don't know us and then feel they have that freedom to share that casual racism that they probably do in their everyday life. So this woman has gone on had to stop up. I stepped in, my blood was boiling just because I've built myself a bubble that I live in in the last sort of in my whole adult life where I just don't have to experience that stuff very often. I experienced it a lot as a kid, but just in the last couple of years, I, I've really been able to have some nice free space from it. And it just rattled me immediately. And I stepped in and I said, look, I'm just going to stop you. I'm letting you know now I'm a proud Aboriginal woman. What you are talking about? First of all, factually incorrect, corrected her and all the things, did a bit of a brief history explanation about some stuff. And instead of just Because what often happens in those sort of situations is someone goes, oh, my God, like I didn't realise there was an Aboriginal person in the room, craps themselves, lets it go. She came back at me. (laughs) And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I had to go on air in about 30 minutes after that. I was already feeling really rattled and I just had to go, I'm going to stop you again. You better drop the subject. And I left the room. And it was a challenge for me to be reminded that, There are still lots of attitudes like that. Also be reminded of the fact that, yeah, like there are often rooms where we're not in, where we're spoken of. And if I hadn't been there, who like admittedly another colleague of mine who's amazing also stepped in and like tried to like stop this woman from doing this. But there are plenty of rooms where that sort of stuff happens, where casual casual racism about all different groups is brought up. And if someone doesn't call it out, then it's allowed to exist. So it was just really sad. Yeah, as I said, it sat with me for a fair bit after. Had to kind of shake it off to do my job. But I thought about it quite a bit in the days after, and I I just felt really disappointed that people still think like that. So
0: I'm
1: I'm glad that I said something, though.
0: You should should feel proud as well, though, because... For people who are, have never been in that position or won't be in that position, it's a pretty uncomfortable feeling. And for people like us who you know, experience that I mean, as, as a young age when you're too scared to talk about it and you just sort of go into your when those things happen because you're too scared to have confrontation or you don't want to get into that conversation. But, look, it's, it's a hard thing to do, so you're starting to get into uncomfortable positions and feel comfortable doing it. So you know every black fellow would have respected everything you've done then, so you should feel proud, Marley Silva.
1: Thank you. Although it it is hard
0: to hear what they were saying and you just think, fuck, I just wish people weren't like this, but you educated someone in that moment without even knowing it sort of thing and maybe she went home that night and said, oh, far out, maybe I shouldn't have done that.
1: Yeah. At the the very least, yeah, is just to not do it again. Yeah. Wins.
0: Win. My win, uh, I haven't had many, but my win is. (laughs) That makes me sad. (laughs) Bobby and Pippa i seen them, my nieces, I've seen them on Sunday for a small period, but it was a great period. It was pretty cute because I got some treats and I would took them outside and uh, they were feeding Brax the treats. And Pippa is so ruthless, like probably gets a bit scared of Brax, but Pippa, the younger one, she um, she's just so cute when she just goes, no Brax, or, no <laughs> naughty Brax, go away Brax. And like Brax will just run up and just knock her over or try and lick her or, bite her fingers or whatever and she just like brushes it and just goes, Fearless. You're so naughty, Brax, and just like <laughs> t- pats him on the head or something. And just the way she says the name Brax, it just melts my heart. So She's only two. She's only two yeah. and she can boss Brax around already and, yeah, that's a, a good win just to see them too quickly and, yeah, it was good to give them a hug and a kiss. Pipoo's got to teach me how to handle Brax a bit more. Yeah. I
1: think got to take a leaf from her book. My win will not be a surprise to those who've – in the last couple of months, I heard me teasing and not being able to talk about what my new job was, but it is out there. I am now officially a Channel 9 girl and am working with Wide World of Sports for the NRLW season. And it is everything I could have dreamed. <laughs> like every single second of it, I'm just like, yes, like this is the best.
0: Are you already asking for a money raise? Pay rise?
1: Yeah, this is what I'm doing now. Yeah, I'm buttering them up. I'm looking for a pay rise. No, I'm looking for them to just continue to employ me. No, seriously, like I like I said to you, so I did a bit of a sort of a press tour almost of announcing that I was joining Nine, went on a few different radio shows and TV shows and whatever, whatever, and then it got to Friday night, the night before my first game, and I said to you and we, I'm a bit nervous because all of a sudden I was like, Now I have to actually do my job and do I know anything about rugby league? And I even asked you like, how did you, what did you do the night before your debut? Because that's (laughs) what it felt like to me. And I flew up to the Gold Coast on Saturday morning, was shitting myself on the flight, was trying not to panic. (laughs) Don't know why. Like it just all hit me all of a sudden because I just kind of was like, do I actually, uh, maybe a little bit of imposter syndrome. Do I actually know what I'm doing? I don't know
0: what that means. Well, you do. Imposter syndrome.
1: We've spoken about this on the podcast before and we spoke about it in the episode with the girls
0: that came out this week. I forget.
1: We did, Nico. That's actually really bad that you don't remember that.
0: I remember the word. I just forget what it means.
1: So it just means that you feel like it's an accident that you've been given an opportunity. So if you're coming to a job and you feel like you have imposter syndrome, you feel like they've they're expecting someone else. Like, oh, you've been a fraud. You feel like you're not
0: good enough. Like Mike Ross suits Fraud. Sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is that
0: when I um said, like, oh, was that mean? And like Emma and Tiana started laughing at me. That yeah, that, that,
1: yes, that? because Emma remembered from the episode that we spoke about this in the regular podcast before we had that inter- interview with them. So it's okay. That's three times. We'll just stitch them all together. And we'll do like a <laughs> full-on imposter syndrome definition. Anyway... But the second I kind of got there, got my hair and makeup done, went to do my first interview, after I did it, I was, and I have to say, poor BJ, uh, Ben Jeffries is the head coach of the Cowboys. He was way more nervous than I was for uh, the first cross that I was doing, helped me feel a bit relaxed. Then I did the interview and I was like, hang on, I actually do know what I'm doing. So had the best weekend, love all the people that I'm working with, love the girls and woke up after a twelve hour sleep on Sunday night, wishing it was the weekend again.
0: Twelve hour sleep.
1: Yeah. I was asleep before you got home on Sunday night and woke up after Yeah, so it was probably more than twelve hours, which is bizarre because I don't think I've ever I've slept like that other than when I've been jet lagged. But loving every second of it, very, very grateful.
0: Well you're glowing Marley and you look very happy. Thanks. So I think all the listeners will be very, very happy for you. Thanks. We're all proud of you. <laughs> I'm glad you finally can tell what you're doing.
1: Yes, rather than being like, this new job, very vaguely, because that's annoying. Thank you.
0: Well well done. You killed it. Thank you. You're exactly where you need to be, where you're actually exactly where you're supposed to be.
1: It feels like that.
0: And you only get nervous because you care. True. If you don't get nervous about something, it means you don't really care.
1: That's a very good point. Next little thing that I wanted to talk about, something I actually didn't tell you I was going to talk about, but... When we first were talking about the fact that we were moving in together,
0: living mm-hmm. together,
1: we spoke about a fine system with mm-hmm. roommates. Yep. And.
0: You carried on and didn't want to do it?
1: I thought, yeah, I didn't. But <laughs> we spoke about bringing up some stuff, some finable stuff on the podcast. Okay. So you have, while I explain what I'm going to fine you for, that period of time too, and I'm sure it's not going to be difficult for you to give some fines back to me, but I thought we'd take this opportunity and let the listeners decide what the punishment should be for this fine.
0: <laughs> okay. How yeah. do you feel? Fine.
1: I reckon you know what this fine's going to be. I
0: don't know, actually.
1: Okay. This fine is a faux pas that many people would relate to. And I think would feel as impassioned by it as I do. So it's unforgivable almost. I've forgiven you, but you deserve a punishment for it. As we spoke about on the last episode, Mm
0: -hmm. Nico and
1: I have been thoroughly enjoying watching Love Island UK. Mm. That has been our nightly ritual. (laughs) I go away from my first weekend of work and we men and Zara are back from New Zealand and they've also been watching Love Island, but they were just one episode ahead of us. That one episode they were ahead of was the movie night. Very big, juicy, important part of the Love Island season. Everyone who watches Love Island knows this. Anyway, I wasn't thinking about Love Island at all until late on Saturday night when I got back to my hotel room and couldn't sleep. And I thought, geez, I'd love to watch some Love Island before I went to sleep. Oh, well, I would never watch it without Nico because that's just in the rules of when you're watching a TV show with someone. Mind you, I come home. And come Monday night, I said to Nico, are we any chance of watching some Love Island, being respectful? In fact, sometimes we're too tired to. I was excited to watch some Love Island. Mm -hmm. I asked you and you gave a little smirk to Wee and you had a little giggle because (laughs) you went and watched movie night without me, with Zara and Wee. And you weren't going to tell me. You didn't even send me a text to say that you were doing it. I just had to find out like that. And I think that is a terrible, terrible thing to do.
0: Okay. So I get my turn to rebut?
1: Oh, you have a rebuttal. What's the rebuttal? You decided to do it.
0: So first thing, first point, Wee Man and Zara just had it on in the living room. So I was, I was sitting in there and they turned it on and I was like.
1: But you clearly spoke about it because we was like, I, was oh, I said it to you.
0: I was comfortable and I just couldn't hop up and walk out. I was oh, just so comfortable. Oh, that's bullshit. Second thing, they've just got home from their trip and I hadn't had time to, you know, even spend time with any time with them. And, yeah. like, that was the time I could spend some quality time with them by sitting there enjoying a Love Island episode together.
1: And you know how you And talking that? about
0: familiar things. You know, they've been away. I've been in Australia, they've been in New Zealand, but we've been watching the same thing and we've been, like, thinking. Women well, and I have thought about the sum of the same things in that episode or those episodes so we're like bonding again by talking about it
1: but you know what that's totally fine it's not your turn no 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 that's totally fine all you had to do was tell me that you were doing it
0: three number you were gonna lie to me number three i was gonna text you and tell you but i thought i would be an even better roommate and then sit there when you got back and watched it with you and pretend like i haven't seen it before so you didn't get mad
1: you know how I was saying you're all really good point. At, Okay.
0: Fourth point is when you are trying to when you if you're ever in this position, make sure you're a good liar. <laughs> I'm not a good liar. So that's what got me in trouble. Cause I couldn't lie to you. That's why I smiled and smoked it when you went straight away. So the last point is actually more of a learning for people who if you're ever gonna do this, make sure you come up with a very good lie.
1: Or all you have to do is be like, Hey, we and Zara are watching movie night. I'm sitting here I don't want to
0: know you on your big weekend.
1: Mate, you didn't even. I texted you, responded to one of your text messages with something that you didn't even respond to on that day. Like you could have just been like, and I was a nice message to you too, and you could have just been no, like, "You were
0: nervous, you know." I, was I just like, responded hours hours with a really a nice bit,
1: mani- message, I and you all could you, have had been, to do, you could have picked up an uncle that night. Oh yeah! After getting back to my hotel room at midnight, before getting up five hours later to get on a plane, and that's you're right. You're on eighteen mine. Anyway, I think a lot of people will agree with me that that's a big finable offence.
0: That's fine, and they can agree with you. I'm okay with it
1: because you don't even care.
0: No, I care. Like I shouldn't have done it. Yeah, that's fine. You win.
1: Okay, got a fine for me?
0: No, you're you're really good to live with, mate. You're an absolute saint, and I reckon you win this argument.
1: Um, you know how you said you're really bad at lying when the people are going to be able to see your face? As you said that <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be able to see straight through it. Well, now you know, next time we're in here, you'll have a whole list.
0: I I don't want to bring any unwanted arguments, Marley.
1: Now you're just trying to make me look like a dick.
0: No, I don't. I just think it's fair. I shouldn't have done it. I'm sorry and I'll be better.
1: Okay. And we got some Love Island chat into The episode, as we promised, because when we put the poll up being like, No one wanted it. No, no, but for the, well, it was like 48 to 52%. So for the 48%, there's your Love Island chat. Okay. Now we have some questions from the listeners. Mm -hmm. Can I first of all say that I had a very nice experience at Shark Park on Sunday after the women's game. I was walking through the crowd with my mum to get some hot chips <laughs> at the end of my big weekend and someone went, Molly, and I turned and there were two lovely young women there who at first I thought, oh, do I know these girls? And I didn't, but I do know in particular, <coughs> Tierney, pretty sure that's how you say her name, because she is a loyal listener of When We Grow Up, sends lots of messages and feedback and you gave her pickup line an honourable mention back okay. in the day when we were talking about that stuff. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to talk to me because they love the show, but mostly because they're like, we wanted to give you some credit because everyone always talks about Nico. <laughs> 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 but it was actually really nice. And they asked for a selfie with me. It was a really cool moment. So massive thank you to Tini that actually made my even great, like my great weekend even better. Nice, Marley. Thank you. All right. We actually have a... Voice message. Okay. We have this voice message from Marnie. Hey, guys. This is Marnie. Love the podcast. Up the sharkies. Question for both of you. What time period would you like to live in the most, past or future? Great question.
0: It is a great question, Marnie.
1: One to think about. What era would you like to live in?
0: Mine's easy as. Go on then. I don't even know what era it is, but. wherever there was no phones okay whatever era that is yeah i just i look at back at like movies or just stories of like when men were gentlemen you know and like Mm. would have to rock up to the house with flowers or um you know knock and speak to the parents and ask to hang out with Mm. you know their daughter or whatever yeah and like even (laughs) (laughs) what Why are you laughing? No reason. Go on. Why are you laughing?
1: No reason. <laughs> what are you laughing for? Oh no, it's good. It's good. I love that.
0: That era, mm. because and then you could also go out for a night out and mm. not even have to worry about picking up your phone or people wanting to get photos or just anything. Like you can have such a good time, and you have to talk to people. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, I reckon that's probably the big one for me.
1: Yeah, that's good. I think that. Also, when people talk about that pre-phone era, people couldn't cancel on plans. Like, you had to show up mm. because if someone had already left the house to go and meet you somewhere, you had no way of telling them that you weren't coming. Yeah. So I I like that as well. Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> so it's just, it was interesting that you pointed out the, um, you know, men being gentlemen going with the flowers and all that sort of well, stuff. Yeah. I don't know, just some people like um, being able to... Send a late late night message of, and have someone come around. <laughs> <Nice> <laughs> well, that, easy. that ease. That's you know? probably
0: that's probably the only. That's a big loss. That's a big loss.
1: You are. I, I
0: don't do that. I don't know what dress sense was in in that era, but I would like to know if you could tell me, Molly, because you're very smart. What era is of no phones?
1: Well, like mobile phones, like didn't really become a big thing until like the late nineties. So, like any time before that. Are you talking about the
0: 80s, man? I might go the 80s. That's exactly
1: the era I was going to say. That's my favorite for fashion, for culture, for arts, for like political movements, all my favorite films. Like, that is a beautiful time and like great music. Such a good time.
0: See, I'm not that well educated people, obviously. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Marley is, but maybe I'd go like 85 to 95. So I get a Mm, bit of both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit of both eras.
1: Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. a very good choice. Yeah. I was going to say broadly 80s. Because, yeah, like, because my mum was like a teenager, 20 year old in the 80s, was her era. I think, like, she imparted a lot of like the culture and music and stuff and the fashion even that she had during that era. Mm. So I love it. I it's always it's like cool.
0: back in the 80s. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 A bit Larry, like people really out there kind of vibes. Yeah.
0: I remember yeah. when, um, I dated my first girlfriend, and because she, I don't think had a phone then, and I don't know whether I, I probably had a phone, but there's like you know the old home phones that you clip to the wall. Yeah, like, yeah. she had one of those, and I remember when I like first went over or the first few times we went over a house, like we're in yuck seven or eight, <laughs> and um she was sitting there and she goes, oh that's where I like. When you call me, that's where I sit and talk on the phone. It was oh. like right next to the kitchen. And she sit like, we just sit on like a seat and like have her legs up on the kitchen bench and just sitting there talking right next to the phone. That's so cute. Yeah, and I was like, that's pretty sick. Yeah. But like, that's like from then and not like before that, like, it was just would really been cool because then you don't text all the time and you're yeah. on the phone to each other and that's the only way you can communicate. Yeah. And then you get so excited to go see each other because that's, yeah. you know, you had to text all day. You don't get to do Snapchat or Instagram or get to yeah, see yeah, what yeah. everything's, everyone's life. So that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Do you know when we're like, 50. Mm. What do we say when we go oh, back in the oh. what, early 2000s? Yeah. That's how it happened. Or 2010s.
1: Back in the 10s.
0: Back in the 2010s. early 2000s.
1: Yeah. When did you get, how old were you when you got your first mobile? And what was it?
0: Probably a Nokia E63, whatever it is, the oh, yeah. old snake in there. I got mine pretty early because uh, just it. certain situations in my life, I needed it for mum to call me and whatever. So yeah, I got it really early. Yeah, I don't know. I think probably Remember, you like you wouldn't even
1: have it turned on in school, like in your bag? It I did. Oh, I always had it turned on. <laughs> well, because no one was, you know, <laughs> trying to contact me. I had a little pink flip phone. It was $60. I paid for it myself and had to pay for my credit and everything. When Keely came along, she got a phone paid for it, didn't she? It's so she second
0: Youngest. Second baby. Youngest means everything.
1: Yep. Yep. I like that question. That Thank you, question. Marnie. Got any weird times with Nico?
0: I've got actually something. Go on. Weird times with Nico. I know. It's not like a weird time with me. It's a weird time I've seen lately and it's fucking doing my head in because I don't know what the gist of it is. Go on then. Have you seen that Bobby Chick podca- that pop- podcast? Like,
1: the what, what, what?
0: Her name's Bobby and she's American. and she's, I was to
1: say Bobby Law? No. No.
0: she's um does these podcasts and she has had Drake on. She's had these famous people on. I've seen it on TikTok heaps. And- She's like they're just they're sitting in a bed. Her and Drake are just sitting in a bed, and like it's honestly.
1: I've not. I've not seen this. Genuinely, I've not seen this.
0: I'll show you, right now.
1: So you're saying this is just a weird thing. It's so weird. I need the general public to. I need someone to tell me
0: like what the hell is going on with this podcast? Look at this. So her and Drake are just. If someone was like, "Oh, have you ever heard Kiki? Do you love me?" About like Tiger, yeah, would be like you would
1: fully be completely. Absolutely. There's no. Okay. Was absolutely What's your favorite Tiger song? Do you know what she's trying to do? It's I, weird. Have like I she, told you about Chicken Shop? Ch- she is? Other questions. Okay. Do you have any other questions? Not really. Not really.
0: Not really. Probably, probably she, no. she acts like she doesn't know him. Yeah. So, like.
1: Okay. So I can give you a little bit of an insight in just on face value, having just seen that for the first time. Have you ever seen Chicken Shop Date Girl? No. Amelia de Moldenberg. No. She's amazing. She's a pommy girl and she takes famous people for dates at a chicken shop and they eat chicken and chips and, like, she has, like, Stormzy and, like, whatever, whatever. And she does, like, that little, like, act play thing where it's sort of, like, she's awkward and not good at dating and it's like they're on a proper date and it's very funny. But she doesn't act like she doesn't know who they are and stuff. Like, it's just like –
0: Well, this girl – So That's
1: what she's trying to do. I reckon she's trying to replicate that.
0: Well, it's so weird because – I don't know. It was, they just talk about weird things and like, I don't know whether Drake, I don't know if they've planned it or not, but. It would have to be. Like Drake, I think one day she asked Drake, like what's her f- his favorite song he sung, or whatever, and he said it and then he goes, you know that song? She has? no, I don't. It's just weird as, so have you have seen this? So
1: what is it? It's just Bobby on TikTok?
0: Yeah, her name's Bobby. I don't know what the t- the podcast is called. Like I just see snippets of her talking to Drake or talking to this other famous singer. I don't even know his name. Yeah. Like, she's Heavy hitters. Like she's talking to heavy hitters. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's what weirds me out about it because like, I've, just, I've never from? seen her before mm. and then randomly she's got Drake on her,
1: yeah, yeah, on her yeah. podcast. Mm, fair point.
0: Randomly got Chance. I don't know if it's Chance Rapper. I don't know yeah, who it is, yeah, but yeah. like heavy hitters just instantly. Okay. And so, like so they're just laying in Drake's bed or some, her bed and they're just talking about the weirdest shit ever.
1: So we, we would like an investigation. Yeah. Tell us who is this chick, where did she come from? Yeah. Fair enough.
0: Fair enough. That's it.
1: I do have to say, I think you influenced quite a few people with the last weird times because so many people responded to the real with you talking about a bird pooing on you being bad oh, luck. Yeah? Really? And remember how I said to you at the time, like, I've never really thought about it that either, but I agree. So many other people were like, I've never thought about it like that. You're so right. It is bad luck. Why do we think it's good luck? So really? you're influencing people with your weird times.
0: Okay. I like that.
1: Yeah. So like that. keep bringing them to the table. And I like other people submitting them too. So yeah. bring it.
0: I love that. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah,
1: so everyone's going to be walking it around. It could be a
0: segment to stay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I need to start thinking about the, all the weird things I did growing up.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just start writing them down. Yeah. Well, we're almost at the end of today's episode, but of course, we finish with our ins and outs. Mm-hmm. What What's in for you this week?
0: In for me, my morning routines. Like I'm bringing it back in. Like it hasn't gone massively like out the window, but I've just seen, I don't know. I just haven't stuck to it as much as like I was a couple weeks ago. Like a morning routine is something I speak about when I give advice and whatever, and I felt like the last few days or like the last week. I reckon, one, because Brax has been sleeping in my bed a little bit, so every time he moves, I shit myself and I go, I've got to take him out. In case he pisses or does something like I just so I um a couple like three or five in the morning like just there's always a couple times during the night that I have to take him out just so I don't I just get so scared about him pissing (laughs) in my room or my bed so yeah I feel like at the moment more getting more sleep is more important than the routine at that present moment and like I'm just a believer in listening to your body or listening to how you feel and if In that moment i feel like i need more sleep than getting up and doing my morning routine then i'll just sleep and i think that's a a positive thing to do sometimes but then also like i need to do my morning routine so i can like if i accomplish that then i'm going out in the day feeling much better about myself Mm. and i've just had a few bad days in a row where i probably didn't stick to it as much and i just didn't win the day really and Mm probably people around me are being affected by it. So, yeah, an end, just sticking solid to my morning routine. And um, I got Brax a, a candle and built that the other day, so maybe I just need to sticking out there.
1: Mm. On that, when – because, yeah, you are someone who's spoken about your morning routine and how important it is to you in a couple of episodes now. When you feel like that's been off, or you feel like you've taken that wrong foot at the beginning of the day, do you ever – like, do you find it really hard to get back on track? Like, is there a way that you can kind of reset, even though the beginning of the day didn't go well, and kind of save it for the end of the day? Or do you really feel like if that's stuffed up, everything's stuffed up?
0: No, I don't think it's that stuff up, everything's stuffed up. Like, at two o'clock in the hour after I've trained or something, I don't like think, oh, fuck, just because I didn't do my morning routine, I, I train shit. Yeah. It's more like when I just go to bed. When I'm reflecting on my day or whatever, or if if it's a couple of days in a row, mm. and then I'm like, all right, why? I'll look to the why I haven't had a good couple of days, or and then I'll be like, well, maybe it is. Like I'm so like a heavy thinker and a discipline that I, well, if I have a bad game, I have a bad something, and I always look back on to is it my prep? Is it my routine? Is it this? Is it that? Did I not eat this at this time properly or whatever? So, I like, I always look back and be like, far out maybe my morning routine wasn't as good as that. Well, recently I've been like, well, maybe my morning routine hasn't been as, as spot on as it usually is. Maybe that's what's contributing to me having bad days. But it's not like if I leave the house at 7.30 to go to training, like at 8.30, I'm not going, fuck, 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 I'm stressing that yeah, my morning yeah, yeah, routine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't do my morning routine properly. So that doesn't worry me. It's more like the reflection after a couple yeah. of days of like, all right, that's maybe why I've had, you know, crappy couple of days because mm. I haven't nailed those things mm. first, you know.
1: Or it's even that that's a marker of like where your head space is at. Yeah. If that's stuffed up, you've got to sort yeah. this Yeah, if I haven't out. had
0: the discipline to do my morning routine, mm. then maybe I haven't had the discipline to do an extra rep at training mm. or I haven't had the discipline to go eat good or just those things. So mm. I feel yeah. like it probably starts my discipline. Mm.
1: That's how you gain control. Yeah. Yeah, I find for me, if I've lo- like lost track of things or feel a bit muddled up and stuff, that for me to regain that. Is my training or running? Like that's how you kind of get it back. Yeah. Over. Yeah. That, that's just an interesting point, I think, because, yeah, for people who aren't like big routine people, we can probably all relate, though, onto yeah. that one thing where, you know, where that's like, you know how sometimes they're like how your bedroom looks kind of reflects how your brain is. And if it's yeah. messy, that's, you're messy. It's like stuff like that.
0: Well, it's the hardest thing to do. Like, um, you know, I speak about with like past coaches or present coaches a lot that like the hardest thing to do as – a professional athlete is to have the discipline away from yeah. away from when people are looking because you know when you're sitting there on the lounge and you feel, like you've told yourself you're gonna have a stretch you feel like having a stretch but then mm. you're like, Oh, I can't be bothered doing that because no one else is watching. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: At training, like you sort of have to do it. Mm. But when you don't have to do it, that's the hardest time to do it. And like I've, like, I'm really disciplined with, with that. Like I, I do do it a lot and, and yeah, just the last couple of days is probably the hardest time to do it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not the hardest time to do it is like, I haven't did it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And what's your out?
0: My out is, uh, getting jealous of the people in Europe.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Block them all.
0: I have just seen, i just like, my only good mates, Kai Simborn's over at the moment. And like, he just looks like he's having a grouse time and they all look like they're having a great time and. Like, good on you, it's like it's awesome. And you know, Keely went, and I just see like far out, everyone yeah. just partying, sun, like the some of the clubs I've I see it's oh just like, god. oh my god, that's so that looks so good. And I've never been a big, like, I've never had a Europe bug or mm. like I've never been like, oh, now I'm jealous of that. But I think now, like, I'm starting to get a bit of a travel bug. Um, and I just need to do it when I do it, like, and just not worry about like. Yeah, be jealous of them, but just not Good just not just sit there and just be like, oh, because you can't control. Mm. I can't be there right now, so just worry about what I'm doing, and then I'll get to go have my fun in the off season.
1: Yeah, you know what you should do as a means of like turning it into a positive when you see a sick club or something, screenshot it and like save yeah. it in a for Europe album of like places to go. That's that's what I do. Yeah, it helps because it hurts.
0: It does it really hurts. But I need to not worry about it. Just focus yeah, on it now. Have a look. Don't worry about good it. Good for you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> You're hungover. I feel fresh today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Turn it into that. Uh my ins and outs. My in is one I think you'll you'll feel good about because it's made me feel good. hmm It's spending time with my sister. Nice. I've been doing it a lot lately. I feel like she doesn't hate me at the moment, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. And I nice. I am focusing on that. I think that it is a really nice thing that has come in to my life since she came back from Europe. Um, and I would like to keep it that way. So that's my focus. Um, and I think my mom's going to be very happy with that too, but we've been having some fun times and actually by the time this episode comes out, there would have been a feature on Nine's coverage of Women in League ground this week that features us. Healy didn't realize that it was going on TV. She like this morning, it's coming out today, which is Thursday we're recording and um, I was on the phone to mom. Mum was laughing her head off. She goes, hey, can you just like confirm for Kili she's here with me that that thing you filmed is going to be on TV, right? And I was like, yeah. And Kili was like, oh.
0: What did she expect?
1: I know. I was like, what did you think it was going to be? And she's like, oh, no, no and realised it going to be on TV. So we did that together. It's quite corny. I think you're going to laugh a lot about it, to be honest. But it was really fun and I'm glad that she did it with me. Anyway, that's me. Can idea. we
0: talk about like uh, your Instagram story? Of bring your sister to work day. Oh, she
1: told me you responded to the story. When
0: you were at Cornella Shark Stadium, where she actually works. She's a physio RLW. Yeah, but she so it's her work. work.
1: Yeah, but she was doing something for my work.
0: But you were at the location. Physically the location, location of the work. Yeah.
1: But the act was my work.
0: So you were at the location where she works nearly every day. Of
1: course you have to go into the specifics. Well. Well, it was good. She did a good job. And I hope she's not too embarrassed when it comes out. She won't be. She'll be loving it. My out that I'm is gonna be very difficult for me to do, but it's something I am actively working on, is to try not and be to try not to be as sensitive as I am. <laughs> and take things personally in the way that I do. Because like I said at the beginning of this episode, everything is great. Life is great. I'm so happy. I love all the work that I'm doing and yeah, like can't fault it. So good. Everything is great. I'll, on a personal level, I feel like I've been hypersensitive to my relationships in my life and I am a sensitive person. We know this. You've seen me cry on this show. I am. I cry at the drop of a hat and I take things really personally and I think I like, feel emotions very deeply. Which I think most of the time is fine. Like I'm very conscious of it. I try and let people know that, so they aren't freaked out if I do cry about something. <laughs> but I want to get on top of it in my personal life because one, it's like just quite emotionally taxing, and like I need to be have my cup full in every way, shape, and form. But the more like, and this is going to sound really wanky, but I I trust the listeners will understand where I'm coming from. I now work on TV, so I have like a public profile. And I think I need to learn how to not take things personally, not be too sensitive because there's going to be people who hate seeing me on TV. There's going to be people who think my voice is disgusting, who think I'm not qualified to be talking about women's rugby league. And honestly, I'm not, <laughs> but they let me. Um, who are going to say stuff like that? And I, it's got to start with my personal relationships, just trying to let go of things. And not be too emotional, even though I think being an emotional person is sometimes a strength and important and (laughs) I love myself, but I need to be able to let it go a bit so when it comes to the general public, I don't take it too personally.
0: I like it. Do you think that's fair? It's fair.
1: Okay. Don't know how I'm going to do it. No, you'll be good. And that brings us to the end of this episode of When We Grow Up. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you're hitting subscribe wherever it is that you do listen. You can follow us mm-hmm. on Instagram at When We Grow Up Pod. Send us some requests of people you'd like us to interview. Like we've obviously got we've got a couple lined up that I'm pretty excited about, but we like to have your ideas because the more minds, the better in this. Who has a good story that you think would be keen to jump on? Let us know. Just know. Other than that, keep good sending Have in a good your week. Yep. Send us your stories. Send us your voice messages, your questions, whatever. And we'll catch you next time. Bye.
0: Bye.